0: I'm not Ed happy.
1: Begley. Ed
0: Bagley. Oh, I Ed Begley, know this guy. He I looks vaguely familiar. Well, he
1: was uh he was all over TV and movie. Okay, let's see here. Senator Albright. We know him from Ed Bagley Jr. That's how we yeah, know Yeah,
0: that's him. how we know him. Yeah, I, I knew he looked vaguely. Uh
1: the unsinkable Molly Brown. Um, you know, like CBS sitcoms. He was on Rod Sterling's Pattern Show. He was all over.
0: Wait, what's he, Rod Sterling's Pattern Show? I never even heard I of I don't that.
1: know. I don't know. Patterns, plural.
0: Oh, do you think it's like another like teleplay? This week, socialism is cool, written by yeah. Rod Sterling, nineteen fifty-seven.
1: He was in the Virginian, Bonanza, Dick Van Dyke, Wild Wild West. Mike. I still I still vaguely
0: ba- I still vaguely remember him, Carl.
1: Well, uh, right now he's playing Senator Albright and he's like, fuck this. You want to be Senator? You can't back these monkeys. You can't lower the age to 14.
0: I was trying to make a joke. He, he I can't Ed Bagley senior Bagley recognize him.
1: I, he's he, I, he looks vaguely familiar.
0: Yeah. All right. There you go. Kids, please. No uh, vinyl. Well, uh,
1: they're playing Max Frost, and that's pissing off Senator oh. Albright downstairs. Do you think I should vote it? Do you think I should have the right to vote, Mom? And At so, 14? The question, Mom.
0: God. So, if if they lowered the age to fourteen for the voting, who would become president? I. I well, this guy gets the, the rock star. I guess in this movie.
1: Well, yeah, in this movie, it will be the rock star.
0: Uh, hello, live from Hollywood, Colorado, uh, Florida. Uh, well, it, now they're going That's to Los Angeles. Have, like
1: the the Ferguson campaign will now meet with Max Frost. You see, what Max Frost did at the end of his thing, he said, this Saturday night, I want you to come out to Sunstri- uh, Sun- the Sunset Stretz- Strip. Sunset." I want you to come out to the sunset strip and we're going to have like a rally. We're going to have a, like a protest. I want you to fill the streets and we're going to do this until they lower the age to 14 and everyone claps.
0: So So fill the the streets. If it's going a while in the streets, it's going to be a mob, right? Yes. Good. Cool. I like this guy's mob scenes. I'm into it.
1: Well, I mean, you're not going to see what we saw before the mob scene at the concert you're not going to see that again.
0: What's your policy on sitting on people? Uh, some guy sitting on your pool table.
1: I'm against it.
0: Uh, yeah, me be too. Some clean game here. Yeah, and no smoking. Huh? You're gonna burn holes in the. Yeah, in the. Yeah. felt In the felt. Is he gay? Because he's wearing a bandana. I have the sound off.
1: They never say he's gay, and you know they say that the uh, 14-year-old accountant is gay. Uh, 15-year-old accountant is gay.
0: Huh. Hey, good for him. Came out at an early age and got a profession. <laughs> yeah. His mom was proud about the accountant part.
1: So basically, they're going to be flippant and off stand. Uh, they're not going to take it serious. I don't know. So they're going to piss off Senator Albright and he's going to kind of like storm out or whatever. And then Ferguson is going to be like, all right, listen, Senator Albright is. The political party of this, you know, he's the boss. Right. And you're not going to get what you want if you don't play ball with him. Period. So they agree on lowering it to. He's going to change the song from 14 to, or fight to uh, 18 and, fight? and ready. 15 and ready. Right. Uh. They're negotiating. I think 16 is much more reasonable than
0: 14. No song has ever been successful with the, when the girl's 16 years old.
1: cat's <laughs> try
0: Yeah. Half, half the songs of some, some, uh, rock stars. Yeah.
1: Appalling.
0: They are so rude. I do like the, it is well shot, I guess. Yeah. Or at least dated, you know.
1: Well, this guy was a TV director, and he really knew what he was doing, you know. But um, this movie
0: is like, feels like a theatrically released movie. Like, I, I could see this on the screen.
1: This I the first, yeah, no, this came out on the screen, and it made, uh, like I said before, four times its money. They, they, they had a $700,000 budget. Um, he wanted to grow into films, um, but it didn't work. He did about four or five of them, and he just headed back to, uh, I mean, he did the Tonight Show and the Eddie Fisher Show and the Melton Burrell Spectacular. You know, he was TV. Yeah,
0: yeah right, and it's live.
1: Woman, Black Sheep Squadron, the streets of San Francisco, the beautiful Phyllis Diller Show, you know.
0: Oh, hey, Milk is finally here. <laughs> is it Acid Milk? they did not have any cookies. no
1: point to the milk. Uh, there's only one other interesting thing about the director, and I don't have all the information. On August 5, 1965, both Barry Shear and Jan Barry of The Singing Dude, Jan and Dean, were injured along with other film crew members while on the first day of the set of the new Paramount motion picture, Easy Come, Easy Go. Oh, wow. How were they injured? Then it I mean... goes on to say... Paramount would ultimately cancel the film and reuse the film title the following year for an Elvis Presley film.
0: Yeah, because I'm I'm like literally now on Facebook when you mentioned that title, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
1: No comment. No comment. No comment. No comment. So basically, he's leaving there disgusted.
0: Sir, do you? Uh, what's your policy about the sink? Do you use Ajax? No, no comment.
1: comment. No comment. What is your policy on the sink? I am against it. No comment.
0: No comment. Oh scrubbing the sink. Uh, Hal Holbrook. Clean shaven Hal Holbrook. Oh no, he's yeah. gonna start talking like Mark Twain in this movie, right? He's Hal Holbrook.
1: Oh, you know, you're right. He did that play, Mark Twain. He played Mark Twain like thirty years. He had to retire when he was super old.
0: Right. Well, how old was Mark Twain? Oh, I guess you would don't know. 183. You know, like, Mark Twain wrote a book and said, don't release this book until 100 years later. And it came you. out like 10 years ago, and who who even knows?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. You do yeah. that, and it's like, now nobody knows you, <laughs> you dummy. It's
0: like, what? Who's Tom Hanks? Why do I want to watch this movie? Oh, it's great. It's about this hologram for the king. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm 100 years older for this shit. <laughs>
1: Wait, in September 2017, after six decades of playing the role of Mark Twain, Holbrook announced his retirement from the one-man show, Mark Twain Tonight. Hulbrook indicated he would like to continue working on movies and television.
0: Yeah, please don't typecast me. It's been six decades. (laughs) Enough. Ooh. All right, they got the handshake, 15 and ready. Uh, Time for a break.
1: So they agreed on 15.
0: How did they get Time Magazine to agree to be in this movie?
1: I, 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 my research did not cover that tidbit.
0: Normally they'll say like Tyne or something like that. Like they're just legally, they can't use the real name.
1: So Christopher Jones is our star and, uh, he would have a good career, but, uh, he would quit way early. He got, somehow he got embarrassed. And he just said, fuck it. And he quit. Um, really? Yeah. Let me see if I have it here.
0: Was, wasn't was that the name of his memoirs? Fuck it, I quit. <laughs> right. By like Christopher Jones.
1: So he makes his Broadway debut in 61, Tennessee Williams, Night of the Iguana. But Shirley Winters was in it. And Shirley yeah, Winters right. introduced him to the woman who had become his wife. Then he moved to Hollywood, and he got this ABC television series, The Legend of Jesse James, and he got 34 episodes. And then he was, like, all on TV for a while. Uh, but they, he did this movie and called Chabasco in 68 with his wife, and by the time the filming was over, they divorced. Um,
0: oh, that's too bad.
1: Then he would move on to Wild in the Streets. Uh, and he'd be in a sex comedy this year. Check this out. Jones was involved in a car crash, not knowing he had been drugged. The directors and producers never informed him of the drugging. Directors and producers?
0: Yeah, right. Wait, back up. Wait, the, yeah. they, uh, uh, you know, American International Pictures seems pretty <laughs> uh, creepy. Okay. But geez. So, later,
1: Lean. I guess he's the director. Lean dubbed Jones's voice. Uh, causing the actor a bad reputation. This took a personal toll on Jones, who returned from Ireland to California. That's where it was being filmed. Um, and he stayed in the house where Sharon Tate was
0: murdered. And uh, was allegedly murdered.
1: Yeah, and abandoned his acting career. No, it was not alleged. Okay, she's dead. So
0: listen, I have a clear movie. You know what I like about the, uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And I'll be very brief, Carl okay uh is that at the end it kind of keeps it sweet by the murder doesn't happen right like it's yeah like, it's that's wish right. fulfillment but the you know his buddy killed a woman you know so it's like it's a little fantasy where everyone else gets i don't know anyway okay we're back we're in hollywood well, now, this is probably,
1: was the good guy and yeah the other woman, was bullwinkle.
0: The woman a lot of this stuff is still around i guess i think i've seen that bullwinkle so- Here you're seeing
1: the Sunset Strip and all the kids going out. But really what you're seeing is stock footage of protests.
0: Now, so, but wasn't that cool that we saw some archival uh, Sunset Strip? Bars and clubs and stuff like that? And look at that view, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
1: UCLA. UCLA.
0: I think that point my dad said, pretty romantic, huh? That Los Angeles sunset, know what I'm saying? We got, I have plans after this movie and then nine months later, I was bored.
1: Hey, yeah. yeah. Stock footage. The conception. Look of at Patrick this Eagleman stock yeah. footage.
0: Oh, this is symbolic.
1: Stock footage. Stock
0: footage. Lots of sixties cars.
1: Stock footage. We're all hanging out. Yeah. Hey, that was the blanket on my couch. But some hippie took it and brought it to the I park. I guess so. Look at it. Stock footage.
0: Hey, better red than dead.
1: Jones was offered a part of Zed in Pulp Fiction by Quentin Tarantino, but he turned it down.
0: Really? Well, you know what? It's like, you know, who's a rapist, wasn't he? The guy in the, the pawn shop? Zed's dead, baby.
1: Well, this, okay, look, check this out. Okay, he died in 2014, but in 2018, Actress Olivia Hussle claimed Hussey claimed she was raped by Jones in the house Roman Polanski had shared with his wife, Sharon Tate, weeks after Tate's death. Hussey said that she had dated Jones in the late 60s, but ended the relationship because he was fused physically abusive towards her. So that's not I, good.
0: That's not good. I had no idea.
1: So now we see dissension in the ranks. Which it's is a... his own family. The right. kid going on the side of the rock star and him being, you know, a square.
0: That's a slapping.
1: Yeah, that's right. The great slapping.
0: So they're going to do it in sunset. Like gonna that kind that? of slap. It wasn't a dual slap. So it wasn't a dual slap.
1: Well, no, now you see they're there not on Saturday for the rally. They're there like now. So what Albright wants him to do is get with Frost, go on TV, and tell everyone to be peaceful.
2: Oh, I
0: see.
1: So the kid's laying down some trip on him, like uh, how it's bad to be old and it's good to be young. It's the same old. Go ahead, and listen if you want.
0: Well, I don't know if I want to listen to it. You know, thirty years ago, I've been really into this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fish
0: better than I do, Dan. I don't mean that you don't. A Wait a minute, that that reminds me, Carl. Yeah. Now, I was I don't know if I told you, but I was conceived uh shortly thereafter screening of this movie in nineteen sixty eight. Oh, uh huh. But do you think that how so that would make me roughly fifty three years? So Hal Holbrook in this movie, he's like thirty five, right?
1: Uh, he's 39, according to the script. I don't right. know how old in real life he was. All right. Yeah, I probably have his. I don't think I even have his birth date. No.
0: Jeez, I would've been long dead in this movie. Like in Logan's Run, I'd be gone. Oh yes. Yeah, I'd be rejuvenated. Yeah, long gone. You know, they'll throw me to the Soylent Green crew. They'll be like, "Oh, here, take this guy." <laughs> so and the good is- news is you're leaving uh, <laughs> Logan's Run. Bad news, or you're entering Soylent Green. We're just like to chill.
1: Yeah, We're just do. chilling
0: out. Boy, that was a great couple of scenes we did, right? We went to the Troubadour and we performed. We need a massage. Yeah. Do you yeah. know eight, 14-year-old Asians? I know. It's so weird. That's like Turn the character. Turn up the
1: sound. Turn up the sound because... Uh, All right. Sally right. right. Leroy is going to say, I think you guys are fags. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you. See, boys. See, she's going to be 25, and that means she could run for Congress. So they're going to do that as her first step, but not yet, not yet. Right now, Holbrook – it's not really Holbrook in this. He's Senator Fergus. Or Fergus is going with Max Frost in a helicopter to various places – And saying, it's great that you guys were here. America has heard you. Go home. Peaceful. Go
0: home. (laughs) Can't hear you over the helicopter. By the way, never raise your hands. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) Hey, boy. Groovy. Groovy cats.
0: Hey.
1: He calls his people troops, his fans. Hey, troops. Got good news for you today. He does that every time.
0: Sock oh, wow. Stock footage, right? They're not there for the movie screen.
1: Right. These guys are. They're each making 25 bucks for today.
0: <whistles> the helicopter blades are finally slowing down. Oh, no. Gotta go back up. That's it. Thanks for coming for the speech. Go home. For more speech, check out Go. the news at 10. We'll Don't be, be featured. Violent. Check out our news at 10. We'll be on the news at 10. It's going to be us, uh, and then a man on the street. Go the fuck home. All right, guys. Thanks for showing up for the, for the press-up. Photo-up? Oh. Press press-up.
1: Press-up. Press-opportunity. Yes, he's right. pressing. He's, he's pre- press pressing. Hopping. He's yeah. He's a, yeah. That's a press hop.
0: This is a very elaborate. This is like a full-on massage, Carl, like the movie. Oh, that was like, Ooh, romantic. Cut to her. Cut to him. Cut to her. Cut to him. He's massaging
1: her colon. Cut to <laughs> her.
0: Cut. My to father. Him. My father's elbowing my mom at this point. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're. What do Get you say? Getting horny. Getting horny. Huh? <laughs> Let's I have to, to it, home. I was thinking it like our parents were more beatniks. My dad was more like, you know, edging the beatniks, I guess, or the, he was a, I guess a student, you know, big yeah. Jewish beard in Texas kid. Hello. I am the president.
1: Oh, no. Eisenhower. Okay. So. Everyone's chilling out and going to sleep, but something's going on. Like there's an invader, an intruder. So Max Frost being the cool guy, he will be right. in
0: him. And then well, he has a name, out. Max Frost. Yeah. Who is it? Is it uh, Deep Throat? I've is got it, some information.
1: Well, yeah. I, well, I, I don't work for a paper. Um, <laughs>
0: it's the son
1: of Holbrook.
0: Of, oh, I see. Of,
1: of Senator they just Schultz. throw
0: her right in the bed. Ah, oh, big pillow fight, guys. You ready? Pillow fight. You're just a kid.
1: It this played in drive-ins a lot.
0: And this now this movie, I mean, it's it's a really well known movie too. It's just like uh, you know, there was going to be a sequel they never shot. It was called We
1: Outnumber You. It was announced, and they were working on a script
0: a great title. Yeah. Uh, you know, I went up, actually, to the theater. I said, uh, 7,000 <laughs> tickets, please, for We Will Outnumber You. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it we took 15 days to shoot this film. Really? Yeah, 15. And here we
0: are, 50 years later. Yeah. Well, that, that 15 days uh, is the reason why I'm here on planet Earth, so... Uh, Got to thank the production for that. Yeah, absolutely. Quick, quick, Operation Get Arthur Laid is in effect. (laughs) The conception of Mike
1: Spiegelman in in theaters. Pulitzer Prize winner Art Spiegelman plays very quickly.
0: The critics are, the reviews are in. God damn, says Art Spiegelman. Arthur Spiegelman. Arthur Spiegelman.
1: Charlotte Spiegelman plays the victim. No. Okay. You were conceived out of love.
0: Yeah. The love of, uh, well, things got wild in the streets.
1: Uh, The love of this movie. Yeah. Okay. Now He has won. He is now the Senator.
0: Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Maybe that I was conceived in the drive-in. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that means my parents were dec- had enough dexterity to like fuck in a car. Yeah, yeah.
1: I wonder if she sat on him, and every time she bonked, it would hit the horn. Do
0: you think? Do you Bonk. think they was in a convertible or they had the uh, the top down?
1: No, no. Your parents would not do that, right? For <laughs> the world, no.
0: Right, right. That's very. It's a, you know, I'm being conceived here. A little privacy.
1: Now Nixon defeated Humphrey in '68 while this was being filmed. Um, no, okay, wait, 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 wait. At the time of the filming, it was widely expected that Johnson would run for a, another full term in '68. You know, Lyndon Johnson said, "That's enough. I'm done."
0: Yeah. Hey, I did enough. I'm out. Yeah. Sorry. So this is like a real rally. Well, yeah. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T-Con. <laughs> we're watching three movies back to back. Are you ready for some shorts? So now he's
1: saying, okay, we got him elected. Yay, us. And he's saying, we're going to vote uh, Sally Leroy into office. And she'll become the United States Senate, um, how he shall be in the house of representatives. And that'll be our first step as youths to now he's saying you can't, you know, who can't be your Congressman? Me. I'm not old enough. You know, who can't be your president? Me. If I'm old, you know, so he wants all these ages
0: lowered. So strange. I mean, it's not, wow.
1: People know what they're doing and old people are stodgy and don't know what they're doing. They're ruining everything.
0: Oh, that's like every generation now. Yeah. But I guess they were right. No. Oh, look, they're going to go, they're going to storm the Capitol?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> I just watched this on HBO Max.
1: <laughs> I just saw this on the news.
0: Four hours in the White House. You should check out that documentary. It's depressing as hell. You know, everyone's there with their cameras. And then they were able to piece together the material. So, you know, a cop will say... Some guy hit me, and there'll be like a guy shooting it, you know, filming it in front while it's happening. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, this is an obnoxious scene. Sally Leroy has won, and she's going to propose that she says, like, the greatest thing about America is it's shown the world that being old sucks and being young is the shit. So, we want to amend the Constitution. So, House of Representatives, 14. Senator fourteen, President Fourteen. <laughs> Put it on for a second. She's so
0: stoned.
1: Like... The world
2: that getting old is such a
1: drive. <clears throat> is America's secret weapon. Yeah. That's why we we ask that the constitution be amended.
0: Damn it, Carl! You gave her the good shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's best known for Peyton Place, the movie.
0: Um, oh, Peyton Place, the movie, right? That was one yeah. of those one of the first like movies into TV shows, book into movie into TV shows. Like
1: now, after it? this film, she just quit Hollywood, and she would be. Uh, she went to Bennington College in Vermont, where she studied sure. poetry.
0: She yeah, that a sounds poet. right. She's probably like the poster child for Bennington, as seen in *Wild in the Streets*. That's cool. I think uh, that's United cool. Colors. No, yeah, the United Colors of Bennington College. I actually, I think that's really cool. We, I knew some people from Uncle Oklahoma that went to Bennington.
1: And she just, she just left Hollywood without explanation and just went to become a poet.
0: Well, she went to college. Yes. And then she, uh, she found her voice, but you know, not that her voice isn't being expressed. She's probably the only interesting person so far in this movie, even though she is fucking high as a kite, high as fuck.
1: Now <laughs> uh, that might just be scripted.
0: Yeah. No, she's acting maybe. Yeah. Interesting. And where did they get to say this is that they went to the white house. This is a shot on the floor. For the no, this is the house of representatives. She
1: is now a Congresswoman.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's shot at, like, some uh, Marriott. Oh, no, I was wrong. Look, that's uh, the White House.
1: That's the Capitol building.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I and, couldn't see it. There yeah, was this big thing apart, in front of it.
1: That was the Washington Monument.
0: Washington. Look at it. Hey. That was uh, Mick,
1: Mick Jones of the Clash we just saw.
0: Yeah, a bunch of big shows for the class.
1: Dello. Elvis Castro.
0: <laughs> every cool guy with glasses, sunglasses.
1: I'm being a stereotype reporter.
0: Usually, they really are. Like the I'm L- an affiliate in Washington. There's Senator
1: Albright. I love you all. I love all children. Weird.
0: Do you plan to have children, Mr. Senator Begley, Senior? Please we're old. Let us through old man reporting. He's, he's like a youngster now.
1: Let us through, let us through. I begly of you,
0: (laughs) please. That's awfully begly of you. A men, what these signs, ticket signs. This is what I was hoping for. Close-up shots like this. Oh, well,
1: uh, their arm. Um, I was wrong to say there wouldn't be more.
0: Carl, you. We recently posted a a video we from our old uh, public access television show from nineteen ninety, where we egged city hall. Yeah. Yeah, Montclair Municipal Building. Mm-hmm. This is like I think they they must have watched it and used it for this movie. Oh, they're shooting hippies on the. Yeah. So hey, this is a little too too soon, Carl. We just had this actually happen.
1: Well now Max Frost is gonna address the nation, you know, and
0: sing a number. He is. Yeah.
1: But he's gonna get mad. They shot us down in the streets.
0: This next song is called Three Shot in the outside the Capitol. Oh, let's listen to him. This is good. I'm singing the last three pages of the script. (laughs) Oh, I here comes a preview. No, we have lots more to go. Oh yeah, no, he's not president yet. President Max Frost. Oh, I even know his name now. Oh, he's crying. The three died.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Stop the seal. Oh, that's acting. So this guy's kind of a creep, then.
1: In real life? Yeah. Well, I don't really know. We do have that rape report. That yeah. makes him a scumbag, if it's true. Right. And um, I don't know. He... He, he got married, and he went on to have a nice life. Uh, he just quit acting, and uh, he died from gallbladder cancer, like complications. He was like 79.
0: Gotcha. Wild in the Streets. Hey, kids, <laughs> we promise you a movie with six new songs. <laughs> wow, six new songs. Do you know, know Wild in the Streets by Circle Jerks? How's it go by circle jerks? Wild in the
1: streets, running, running, wild in the streets, running, running, wild in the streets, running, running.
0: That's great, and then how's the chorus go? Um wild in the streets. Rutted, rutted. Wild in the streets. Rutted, running, rutted, running. Speaking of circle jerks, here we are at Congress again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now um, the senator is going to meet with um, his son who ran away from home.
0: Oh, that's sweet. They, they, are they really in the White House in the Capitol?
1: They're in the cap in real life. No. It's
0: this is set. like some some college.
1: Well, it's a set. Yeah. Why? Why?
0: His son's gone hippie, right? Yeah, his son's gone hippie. Running, running. Wow. Running, running. Wild in the streets. Running, running. Oh, there you go. I hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Running, (laughs) running. Running,
1: running. I think
0: you get the point. Oh, is the song over already? <laughs> no, we got two, one more second left. Keep the song tight and short.
1: So basically, like Hallbrook is like, come home, please. And he goes, no, man, that family scene's pretty square.
0: <laughs> He's the son's completely changed. And he I mean,
1: goes, he... <laughs> you could drive me to drink. And he goes, <clears throat> of course, you're from that alcoholic generation. So he's going to get all shit-faced and go home and terrorize his daughter.
0: Just need a quick stiff drink. Settle the nerves. We're
1: part of that alcoholic generation, Dad.
0: We we eat acid and sugar cube generation.
1: Right, right. We're the acid and sugar cube. But uh, by the time we, as this film goes on, Holbrook will trip.
0: Really? Yep. So is it a sugar cube again? Why am I obsessed no, it with that? it was
1: in the water. It was in the water.
0: Oh, that's even worse. That's, <laughs> that, that's no fun. You shouldn't, uh, you should always be aware. Drink the water. You're square, Dad. Dad, give it up. I'm cool. I'm a boomer. Yeah, you're not
1: cool, Dad. I think that was in a Fishburger's, but you weren't a part of it.
0: Oh, really? Was it uh you know,
1: Dad, I was like the dad driving in the car. <laughs> it was going, Dad, you're not cool. I was like, <laughs> You're not cool, Dad. I have mustache. There he is. drunk <laughs> at home. He's part of the alcoholic generation. So look, uh... he goes to his daughter's room and starts tearing down Max Frost. And it really like. He, well, he's going into all their rooms, but it'll right. go into the daughters, too. And it'll terrorize
0: her. That's a lot I of posters. So that, oh, that was a, that, that was Uncle Scrooge. These are just like vintage hippie posters that they sell for like $300 at this point. Yeah, look, there's the Rolling oh, Stones. Oh, the Beatles? Oh, the, the Rolling Stones? I hate you, Daddy. Daddy, I love the Rolling Stones, and I hate you. Uh-oh. What's she doing in the fountain?
1: Acid. She's on Acid. And, uh, it's, um, she's the house of representatives lady.
0: <laughs> party, party.
1: The representative.
0: Of what Joe Walsh is. Let's party, party.
1: Let's party, party. Look how you... uh, Richard Pryor is.
0: I was looking at hook. Does hook go in the water or does it?
1: I don't know. Will it rust? I don't know. How can he swim with it?
0: You didn't make fun of Hook.
1: I didn't make fun of him. He just can't make a cup.
0: Carl, his name is Barry, okay? Not Hook? (laughs) (laughs) He has a Hook, but his name is uh, Barry. Is it Barry? Let me check. Uh, Hook, uh, Hook, what's your first name?
1: No, but, okay, he's called Hook in uh, in this film. Let's see, Fuji, Ellie. I don't see his name. Look, he—he's one of the ones you research him, and it's like nothing there. It's nothing to talk about. He's oh like, no,
0: I—I I believe you on that. I just think it's uh, the fact that his character's name is Hook is pretty weird. I think it's because maybe it's because of his hook.
1: I think it's a good hook.
0: Okay, uh, so
1: they need everybody to vote yes on the age fourteen thing.
0: Okay. You got it, Danny. With us, that's six votes.
1: So they're like how can we do it they're like blackmail we can't we don't have time they go through all of it then they decide we'll put acid in the water
0: so wait, were they in los angeles again they're still in dc look they really are this is a federal crime he becomes president by by
1: <laughs> but the thing is like uh, they should have just targeted the House of uh, the, the the Congress, but right. they didn't. If they put it in the water. All of D.C. is going to trip.
0: Right, but they didn't put it in a reservoir. They just threw it in the lake, in the Potomac.
1: Yeah, it's a movie.
0: All the fish are tripping. The uh, what?
1: what? Hey, I'm a groovy God lobbyist. Tripping Senator Fergus.
0: Here's tripping. my impression of um, tripping in uh, the White House. Now, hey,
1: Tripping, how member of Congress has a under you know thirty person with them as their guide,
0: as a Sherpa in this crazy new world.
1: The thing is, he's acting like acid is alcohol right now. You right. Know what I mean, or mushrooms. It's like not a sensory deprivation thing. It just makes you think.
0: Yeah. And act. Oh, my name is Samuel Clemmings. Oh, hello. I didn't see you come in. Reports of my death were greatly exaggerated.
1: Uh, ha, 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 ha. They're all tripping. There's Senator Albright at Bagley Sr.
2: <clears throat> wow.
1: It's not acid. They're all like stoned. Ha 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 ha.
0: Well, no, then it's, like, acid because there's a lot of close-ups. Oh, he's freaking out. That's kind of acid
1: Now they're going to do the vote, and they're, everyone, yay. Yay.
2: Yeah.
1: But the thing is, the person taking the vote is Stone. Okay, so here's the long-forgotten Shelly Winters. Now Great. that uh, he's going to, like, run for president or something, um, Oh, wait. Now, I think this is a scene where Holbrook comes to him and looks, says, would you talk some sense into your boy? And she's saying, ever since the accident, she's been with an acid therapist.
0: Oh, a little microdosing ahead of his time.
1: And so you can see the father is in a wheelchair and he's smoking pot. So anyway, she won't help him tell his son to quit it.
0: Yeah. Oh, hey, I have breaking news. Uh, my brother wants to get on the speaker. He has one thing to say. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm sorry. This, this is a live podcast, but we're going to bring him in. All right. All right. Let me, how does this phone work? Okay, here we go. Uh, The host of Proudly Presents, Resents, presents the cult movie podcast.
2: Hey, Mike. Yeah, hey. Uh, am I on speaker?
0: You are a speaker.
2: I just want to
0: know, you
2: guys, know, did you
0: hear about that uh, actress that got stabbed today?
2: No. Reese. Um, the Reese. The oh, Reese with this food?
1: No, with a knife. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, you're on the podcast, by the way, Adam.
0: I hung up uh, after that.
1: <laughs> okay. That was a brief appearance from Adam Spiegelman, host of Proudly Resents.
0: Yeah. guys, so great interviews.
1: And that blows our cover. That it's not really January 2022. Why? What did he say? He said that there was a stabbing of an actor today, Reese. Reese. Uh, Risu? With their with their spoon? No, with a knife.
0: With their to... knife. You know, I. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I had a. I had a I had to respond, right? I mean, I couldn't leave him hanging like that. It would be embarrassing. I guess. So now
1: um, they're plotting that he would run for president. Is he going to be a Democrat or a Republican? And they strategize, and he's going to be a Republican just because it fits opportunistically, and he's going to run for president. This is their big powwow.
0: Wait, and where are they powwowing? In the fucking Capitol again? yes in the capitol building i'm telling you i just watched that hbo uh documentary on on january the january 6th uh uh-huh. and they're just chilling out that's pretty cool Have a pepsi
1: with a with a
0: <laughs> coke did you ever see george c scott's sitcom called mr president it was on fox uh back in the day i guess no on a very special mr president so you thought it would be cool The smoke pot in the Lincoln bedroom? <laughs> Sunday, eight thirty after the Simpsons. All oh, right, he's running for president already. That They'd spare nothing on this budget. I want the biggest Eisenhower. Is that well, Eisenhower behind him? Eisenhower and Reagan. Yeah.
1: That was the day of, you know, Eisenhower was out of office. He was the most recent Republican president. (laughs) Who is
0: that dude? Who, behind? Oh, I don't know. I don't Uh, know. Is he? Oh, it's William Shatner. I'm sure he's a son of a business. I'm sure he's a son of a bitch. Was he the vice president? I guess. Yeah, probably.
1: Hubert Humphrey. Oh, he was a Democrat.
0: Wow, yeah. I guess I'm drawing a blank. I wasn't I bored, but Eisenhower's yeah. vice president was. Was it Nixon? Yeah, maybe. Right, that was makes Nixon sense.
1: Vice president. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Wow, what a lousy tie! It's always with the red ties these candidates.
1: Cravat. It's a cravat.
0: Oh, it is cra- cravatative. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> provocative cravat. I can't do it. It's provoc provocabus.
1: You cannot do it.
0: I try. Cra- I try Mike. car not do it.
1: Crab. Crab. Cravat.
0: Cravat. Oh, right. Yeah. Boy, this guy likes dogs.
1: Yeah, that's all right. And he's
0: going. uh He just can't. There's Dick Clark. Oh, Dick Clark. I'm producing this movie for the youth. Wow. He really looks young. He's 68. He's 68. Yeah, Dick Clark. Did he you know he had Dick Clark Productions? Well, I guess this is an AIP movie, so it's not he's not producing this.
1: And it's a perfect one because they hit the nail on the head. It was the Times. Never trust anyone under thirty, and they exploited it all the way to this.
0: Right. And Dick Clark was sixty nine, as he said in this movie. It took place (laughs) in sixty eight and he was sixty-eight.
1: So now we're having more delusional um Shelley Winter stuff, in which she's, like, thinking that if her president, her son becomes president, she will be uh, ambassador to England, and the Queen will accept her. in, gosh, I forget the name of the Buckingham Palace
0: room. Oh, uh, the hoity-toity room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's already passed. It was, like, the oh. court of...
0: Elysian or some crap. You can't believe how. Boy, she, she,
1: she is a nutcrack.
0: Now, does she help him at the end of this movie? He he has mm-hmm. to have a downfall, right? He's not going to get shot in the head and the movie's going to end. Nope. Wow, nope. uh, look at this. They're all able to see Max Frost.
1: Yay, president. Uh. For President. Dun, dun, well, this dun, is pretty dun, cool. Gonna fly now. Dun, dun, right.
0: Dun, 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 dun. Don't have time for plot development. Dun,
1: dun, dun. Look how he's playing the drums. Yeah. His left hand's holding it like a chopstick. His right hand's holding it like a club.
0: That's the old school style of drumming? Mm-hmm.
1: And it's still jazz today.
0: Yeah. Wow. You know all the great presidents, Ulysses S. Grant.
1: Max Frost.
0: Max Frost. Yeah, we right. There you go. Max
1: Frost. We stop at Johnson because that's where we are in history.
0: <clears throat> right. The 25th, no, 34th. Here he is,
1: president. Uh, I think it's.
0: it, Frost? <clears throat> I think it's 37. Hold on. Let me look. And he's got a rat tail, our president? Gross. Yeah, gross.
1: Absolutely fucking disgusting.
0: On November 5,
1: 1968, the Republican nominee Max Frost is elected president of the United States, defeating Democrat incumbent Lyndon B. Johnson. Because they didn't know he wasn't going to run for another term when this was made. He's inaugurated as the thirty-seventh president, January 20, 1969. In reality, former Vice President Richard Nixon won the 68 election, defeating the Democrat incumbent vice president Herbert Humphrey at the time of filling. It was widely expected Johnson would run for a second full term. However, in March, he announced he wasn't going to do so.
0: God, yeah. No, also like I mean, 1968, there was the presidential, the Democratic uh, convention, right? Which was pretty crazy from what I understand. Yeah. That was, yeah. There
1: were protests outside and it ended up in violence. Blood in the streets, the town of Chicago.
0: Oh, if only they had that footage, they could pad out this movie more.
1: Now, Holbrook will try to shoot the president.
0: Sore loser. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, he's giving his his uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington filibuster speech. Well,
1: it's, it's worse than that. What he's doing is he's saying they're going to implement internment camps, and everyone 35 and older is going to go to the internment camp. Whoa, what a hard turn. And take acid. And take acid? Yeah. Now watch, Holbrook's going to pull out a gun and go to shoot him.
0: Yeah, right. I'm not going to no acid to hold, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: No one's going to hold this brook.
1: <laughs> you can't hold brook. You can't hold brook?
0: How'd you like a brook?
1: <laughs> not even how. <laughs> you, can't have, you
0: can't hold Brooke. Well, Oh, excuse me. I didn't see you. I was too busy writing. Uh, Mark Twain. Well, I was too busy writing... Fetchers of Tom Sawyer vibe. Mark Twain.
1: Look, he's going to pull out his gun.
0: Mark, don't do it. Samuel, put the gun away. Don't so do no it, Mr. Clevings.
1: Opening. So no one notices.
0: He learned that from Dirty Harry. He's got the
1: gun.
0: Wait a minute. He brought a gun into the floor? Yep. Yay, a Herman camps for all. Camps. Holy shit. Whoa.
1: Whoa, stop. That's
0: Frank Grillo from... Uh...
1: He goes, let him run, he won't get far. And guess what? He'll never pay for that crime. Nowhere in the rest of this film is he going to get, you know, arrested to try to kill the president.
0: Hey, if, if uh, Max Frost isn't getting arrested for this pinstripe suit, then no one will.
1: Well, in the day, that's fashionable. I guess so. Look at that rain cap she's wearing.
0: I know, the little polka dotties.
1: That was fashionable.
0: Ridiculous. Well, the other, the other guys are just squares. Yeah, and they're
1: yeah. really annoyed by this
0: little creep. Off to the LSD camp. I
1: don't well, think LSD... he's saying it now.
0: Oh, really? Oh, I gotta, we gotta raise the volume on this. We'll draft beer! You wanna draft me? We'll draft beer. We'll draft beer! <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of the guy who came up with acid and then took a bicycle ride. You hear that story?
1: Yeah.
0: He, and then he was going. He would not be cool with these camps. <laughs> He'd be like, you guys got the wrong idea how to take acid
1: d acid diethylamide tartrate 25. That was the batch that he made, and he got on his bike to head home and tripped his brains out.
0: Yeah. Internment camps. I know, it's so crazy.
1: Every state I mean, of the
0: union's got one. Sure. Oh, there's Paradise Camp. Oh, it's par- with the peace sign, Carl. I think my irony meter is exploding. Look at the old people.
1: Including Senator Albrecht, including at Bankley. G- there he is at Bankley. Yeah, G- yeah, senior, And his uh, graduation gown.
0: Who else would be waiting for the bus but an old person?
1: Look what an old timey bus it is, too.
0: It's not it's not even a Volkswagen. <laughs> That's just like a. Oh, I don't know. They must have had on the lot. This is shot on the lot. Look,
1: there's the water coolers with acid everyone's got to take.
0: Yeah, no one's drinking. They're too busy talking about last night's episode of, uh, did you see Sex and the City last night? I couldn't believe it. You guys watch Game of Thrones? All right, enough water cooler chat. Keep going.
1: Oh, I see. It's water cooler. Hey, I've, have you guys? I've seen Sex in the City many times. Uh, once in the subway. Uh uh-huh. Once behind a dumpster. Uh, yeah. The alleyway.
0: Carl, you got to just leave me alone, right? So apparently, to
1: fuck. Many people have urges.
0: Wow, they're, these hippies are putting them in hippie camps. But
1: why do they have to push them and tear off their clothes and be assholes?
0: I don't understand. Like, where there's just like 20, 30 old people?
1: Yeah. What and what, like, what's the exit policy? They take acid, and then when are they. Rehabilitated and now they'll be cool, and you let them back into society. There isn't any of that.
0: Is this everyone from the neighborhood? Oh, are we still in Washington D.C.? I would doubt it. Yeah, they they, they, they travel from like D.C. to Los Angeles consistently. Oh, Ethan Surfy, uh, get Ethan, out of there, you bum, you beach bum, Ethan Surfy, Surfy, the guy from uh, My Name Is Earl, his buddy.
1: Oh, okay. From I thought he was Hawaii, um, Hawaiian Punch Guy, looked like to me.
0: He looks like Punchy, the Hawaiian Punch Guy. Punchy, you're talking about Punchy?
1: Yes. So now they're saying, like, what about people who are 35 and they look 25 and they're faking it? And he's like, well, if they're faking it, they're probably pretty cool.
0: Mr. <laughs> President, yeah.
1: And he says, what about the ones who are like, some people are hiding old people in their attic and he goes, Well, they're out of the way then, aren't they?
0: <laughs> yeah. Weird. He's really just turned into a lunatic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Power corrupts absolutely. You know why? Just because it sounds cool.
0: Right. Well, are the old people going to revolt?
1: Nope. No. Oh. Nope. They're going to hang out in camps.
0: I heard they're just going to go hang out at camp and call you on your birthday.
1: And Hallbrook will kill himself. Wow. Yeah.
0: What a bummer. Right. Damn. <laughs> this guy, like, uh, I mean, I feel like, it's is everyone in tournament camps, as you say, in all 50 states?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone over 35, 35 or older. Oh, here they found someone who's over 35 and didn't go to the
0: You know how they track them? They go on Facebook. And they're <laughs> like, you're posting, you must be over 35. <laughs> no, this is like uh, Planet of the Apes was also 68.
1: This looks like that scene.
0: Right. Except you know, Planet of the Apes was better.
1: He goes, "Get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape!" And they're like, oh. "Holy shit. The
0: they hippie's like, stop. "Get your hand, get your clean hands off me. Get your hands off me, you clean square." Humid. <laughs> humid. Big lipstick.
1: This is very insulting because uh, it's like um, they. I forget the light. Turn it on. All right. There we go. Don't want to be no yellow peril. I'm just saying, like, the people of China would not make up a song in which they don't want to be no yellow peril. It's just, it was stupid for the movie. Okay, and another person who won't go quietly is Shelley Winters.
0: Because her character establishes that, oh, they got her. Oh, well, we'll never know.
1: Stupidly saying like, I'm young, I'm young. I, I look, I'm young, I'm young.
0: Right. Well, she was, she was very cute though. You know,
1: that was hook. Did you see why would hook be at some raid? Cause it's the mom of the president. Maybe
0: he's like, we got to take you in. Hey, Mrs. Frost. Hey, hook. Sorry <laughs> about this. Dude.
1: No, you got to work. Yeah. There's dad hiding his face <laughs> and not dad, son
0: son and 15 year old accountant run old people is this a memory or I have no idea who are these people Carl I have no idea that's the Max Frost for sure
1: I really don't know what this scene is about
2: Oh,
0: he's doing good. Yeah. He's like the... The, of the
1: army and he's sending, uh, he's feeding the world. Now, this, uh, she's freaked out because of the acid, but we're going to see Holbrook. You can't hold
0: him back. You
1: can't hold Brooke back.
0: <laughs> there he is. There he is. Oh, excuse me. I didn't see you there. I was too busy writing The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Samuel Clemens.
1: Are you using the N-word, Mr. Holbrook?
0: Well. Repeatedly. It's my character. Yeah. Well, I have Mark Twain. Right, you know, he used to use the N-word a lot, and people would be like, Mr. Holbrook. no, 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 I'm a character. I'm Mark Twain.
1: so now there's the daughter of <clears throat> the late senator ferguson
0: right i, I remember was, her yeah, i
1: don't wanna or whatever and then he's like well you're gonna because i'm the adult and she goes how old are you we turned it up because i forgot how old he is 26 maybe and she goes that's old you no. why because you're not old
0: 24. 24.
1: Game. Now, for some reason, that will haunt him.
0: Right. He
1: called him old,
0: which is. Wow. No, it's not dumb. He's acting He's like a 24. big baby. Big, big. He's got six years before his palm starts. He's acting like a baby, and a baby calls him out. He's like, That's me. I'm a little girl. What have I done? Oh, and also the internment camps.
1: I'm a crazy. I'm a crazy. I'm an actress. I'm an actress.
0: here's ever see crazy. Red Dawn. Red Dawn's like this too. The communist like uh, gets uh, their their father. He's like, avenge me. Yeah. He's like, avenge me. Wolverines. Wolverines. Come on, Wolverines. Save me from this camp. They're acid and shit. Wolverines. I'll avenge you, Dad. Oh no! Just Shit! Catch up. He's got ketchup on the barbed wire. Oh. Hey, watch out for that movie screen. <clears throat>
1: so now he got rid of the Secret Service, so he just can go wherever he wants.
0: Yeah. Kick back, go around. How? So he's in D.C. then, but it looks like.
1: I think he's in L.A. Right this second.
0: But he's the president.
1: I know. It doesn't have to make sense.
0: Now Oh, he's really? Pulled,
1: yeah. Now he's we're halfway through this. By. You're old. No, I think we're much closer to the end than you think. Yeah. it's There's only oh, four really? minutes left. Yeah. Four minutes left? Thicking ass. You're old. You're. Oh, old. no. So when I first saw this movie, the first time ever, I thought he was going to kill himself. He's that, like,
0: low. He's just going to take a leak. The end.
1: But what they do is they try to make a fake twist ending.
0: I can't believe this movie's ending. Nothing's happened. Oh, the internment camps are pretty bad. Well, he became president. Big deal.
1: Got the ages lowered to 14. Yeah, right. Riots in the street. Yeah.
0: They lowered the, they lowered the voting age to 14, and suddenly the president is president of Minecraft. And then suddenly <laughs> Minecraft is, I'm telling you, these these kids today.
1: <laughs> the the, the, the to, secretary of, of Fortnite. <laughs> now, is so, he an acid or something? I don't know. This is like when I really thought he was going to kill himself. Yeah.
0: Uh. Uh going to run out of hair, gel. Be careful on the on the ground. Run around. You don't want to mess up your hair.
1: Yeah, you don't want to get ticks, too.
0: Yeah, that's true. So Ooh, oh, you just walked in the water. Your shoes are gonna wet. Squish squish, little squish, little- squish. 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 <clears throat> squish. Squish.
1: He can do anything he wants. He's the president. I'm
0: going to walk in a puddle because I'm the president. Lash. Now he comes across some sea
1: creature, like a shrimp or a prawn or a something. Sea monkey? They say what it is. Yeah, it's a sea monkey. And he kills it for no reason.
0: He's the president, David. That's the you're Oh, old. you're old. Shut up, fish. <laughs> oh, he didn't even like. Fish did you. What is it? Crawdaddy. The critter.
1: They call it something different, though.
0: Well, I don't know what it's called in Washington, D.C. slash Los Angeles, but.
1: It, it bit him, so he gets angry and he kills it.
0: Oh, that better be a, a mechanical no crab. Oh, hey, I watch videos like this. Really right step now, on it. river dance. All right.
1: What did you do? Why'd you kill him? He's our pet.
0: And he's yeah. like, what are you
1: going to do about it? Beat me Unknown up. Unknown
0: Comic. Unknown Comic Junior. What are you going to do about it? You guys are okay. too poor. You can't even so, afford a mask. Turn the sound up so you can hear the
1: twist ending.
0: Oh, the youth are going to kill him?
1: That would be good, but they just imply it. Watch, watch. He's the president. Leave the sound up. Leave the sound up. All right.
0: Up. I don't know. I'm getting hypnotized by this music. We're going to put everybody over 10
1: out of business. Whoa. Yeah. So they wanted to get rid of the older people. Well, we're going to get rid of people older than us. And that's you, Max Frost.
0: Listen, if same sex marriage can exist and I can marry uh, a chair. A- oh, a- ah! If they lower it to 15, they can lower 10. Whoa, so this does set it up for a sequel. And yeah. I do believe they'll be outnumbered. Well, yeah, look. exactly right. Is it me? But does that look like an American flag?
1: I guess that's what it's supposed to imply.
0: Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Wild in the streets. Carl, what's the think of the movie? Um. It was interesting
1: because it's a snapshot of time and political movements around that time, like the draft and NAM, and lowering the voting age, lowering the drinking age because of NAM. But um, I don't know. It was it was a curiosity.
0: Yeah, it was a, a youth exploitation film with a political, you know, hypothesis. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hypothesis. Uh, a yeah well i always wanted to see it and i did i don't know it's i can't tell if it's like half ripoff or uh you know half exploitation like just
1: perfect aip film
0: yeah yeah it was good it was solid i'm glad i finally saw it yeah uh yeah you heard Uh, about three years yeah sometimes there's movies like you ever see like a movie that let's say when you're young this movie came out and you missed it and now people are like oh you got to go see this movie and you're like, I don't know. I don't want to watch the Goonies. You know, my life, I've, I've, I've gone on through my life without watching it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have watched Wild in the Streets here on Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl, L-W-A-F-L-L-Y-P, nailed it. <laughs> Check out the YouTube channel. Carl does spend a lot of time syncing up the episodes to the movie. So give yourself a break syncing it yourself. Uh, Carl, next week's movie, well, very excited. We should mention this is, uh, Every year, less since the last year, public domain movies go into the public domain. After seventy-five years, they uh, go into the public domain. So there's yeah. a list of movies that are now available to do whatever you want. We could talk over them and sell it, and we're you know we we reappropriated the movie by talking over it, and we created new art. Yeah, because the art's available to the public, and uh, we could play and tinker with it. So next week we're going to watch the greatest movie ever. Yeah. And there's no real trailer. So it's called the general It's from 1926 and it's starring Buster Keaton.
1: Right. Uh, we saw another Buster Keaton film. So
0: seven chances.
1: Yeah. And that was also because it became public domain.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. These, uh, and, uh, this one is like, it is classic. So we're actually watching a good movie next week. I just want to give you a heads up. But I of
1: course, also love that it's a silent film, because then us talking over it,
0: that's, right. okay. that's okay. We, hey, this is the uh, narrator from Wildness Streets. What the fuck, guys? Talking over my entire <laughs> movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. By the way, Larry Bishop from Hellrise played Hook.
1: Larry that's
0: Bishop. He, okay. He's the one that says, uh, pigeons are like assholes on your elbow, or whatever he said in Kill Bill Volume 2. Uh-huh. he was he was the manager right of the strip club that uh, bud
1: I did see kill Bill but I hated it so I right. did, I didn't pay attention well, I think it was I th- we saw kill Bill too but I hated it
0: okay well here I'll remind you so after two and a half hours of the first movie an hour into the next movie he shows up
1: Oh, you don't remember no yeah. I remember my name is Buck I like to
0: Buck but that that line is from uh a toby hooper movie oh yeah with uh and uh freddie krueger that actor robert england uh said that line god i just saw that movie it's like about like the florida alligator monster movie
2: <laughs> well <laughs> yeah he's a predator
0: but those i don't know There was like an alligator chasing people i don't remember anyway we're talking about two different movies. This movie, The General, has no alligators. There's no Buck who likes to fuck. There's no Freddy Krueger in it. Uh, his dad is a railroad engineer, and he inherits uh, a Civil War era train. I don't even remember. Right. The, movie. the
1: General is the name of the train.
0: It's yes. not the person you're going to meet. Yeah, it's. And then the sequel. I've seen the sequel, The, the General's Daughter, with uh, John Travolta. <laughs> well we would love for you to check out this movie uh and we'll be watching a few uh, public domain movies in the next couple weeks to celebrate the new year and the uh the new public domain offerings yeah, yeah. uh guys uh you could check out. by the way uh the san francisco sketch fest started january 3rd mm. and uh i will be on closing night performing with colin Mayhan with as the great difficulties It's a great double bill with Please Leave the Bronx. Very funny. We all performed 20 years ago at the initial uh, Sketch Fest in San Francisco. So it's kind of a a nice return to form. And that will be over at the Piano Fight main stage uh, at 8 p.m. And you can find tickets at sfsketchfest.com. Carl, you got something to promote, don't you?
1: Uh, not really. Uh, carlsucks.com is not working. It's, uh, <laughs> sucks. I got to look into why.
0: Ooh, that's, yeah, I hate that stuff. The internet's supposed to last forever and I'm supposed to remember every account I have. So if I have right, a website, exactly. it's got to work for the rest of the time. Yeah, I hate that. All right. Well, uh, don't go to carlsucks.com. Go to carl.suck. yeah, carl.sucks. Yeah, carl.sucks. Well, that's been the show. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. audience. You. Let's watch a
1: full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length This song. I- I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. With Jokes to call. Like the French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a full On a lark and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the du of funsay, not the duh of dumbass. Never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Ah, let's watch a full-length
2: movie.
0: L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl.
1: Hey, Mike. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. You've picked a winner again.
0: Wow. We're here on Mutiny Radio as we stream every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can listen to us by typing in mutinyradio.fm and hit listen live. We are also available as a podcast at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, our acronym, and we are on iTunes. Also, I should mention, Carl, there is a way that you can find the live stream feed uh, uh, M3U uh, address and add it into your uh, podcast. Uh Anything that listens to live feed, so you can listen to it separately from the, the browser, but you can just go to mutinyradio.fm. That's the quickest way to listen to us live or download our podcast. You can get the link there. You could also uh, donate, could hit the donation button. We appreciate you donating to via Patreon or at, through Venmo at mutiny radio. Carl, we are watching a full length movie on YouTube with mm-hmm. our audience. We mm-hmm. ask the audience to listen to the podcast and then watch the movie on YouTube at the same time, at mixed same media. Time. We're we're reappropriating media. We want to watch a movie with you. And apparently this movie is a real winner. <laughs> uh, Carl, what is the movie this week?
1: This week we will be watching You Must Be Joking 1965. That's what you put in YouTube search engine. You Must Be Joking 1965. The channel we like is Michael Keeley.
0: All right. Michael Keely is the channel on YouTube. Go ahead and type in, you must be joking, you 1960, must be. you must be joking, 1965. Once you find that link, click it, hit pause, move the timer to the left and then wait for us to say go. That's a lot to do, but don't worry. We are very excited to bring up our, one of our great features. So the celebrity comedian countdown, mm-hmm. uh, Carl, take it away.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Chris
2: Warren. Welcome, Chris. Hey, everybody. My name's Chris Warren. So happy to be here with the great Carl. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, and I love
1: that you started that way. I even asked you to start that way because that's the way you start your stand-up routine. I'm curious. You always seem to start the same way. What's going on there?
2: Yeah, so that's something I've, I've pretty much been doing since I started stand-up. Uh, what happened was when I, like, you know, in the first month of stand-up, I would just do comedy at these open mics in, like, bars and restaurants where people were not expecting comedy, didn't want comedy, were, you yeah. know, ordering drinks, having side conversations. Uh, and, you know, it was hard to get their attention. So I would just start the set-off by yelling, you know, my name as loud as possible. <laughs> they'd, they'd, they'd look over, and then I knew I had, like, about 30 seconds to hook them. It was was just by necessity, honestly.
1: It's a technique. I hear you. It's not branding. It's not
2: marketing. It's hooking them. Exactly. And now people come to expect it. You know, you can't let the people down.
1: You cannot, right? That is the first rule of Chris Warren. Now, you are not a Jersey comedian. That's who I'm often interviewing on this show. You are a Connecticut comedian. Now, what town do you live in out there?
2: I live over in the beautiful, sunny city of Bridgeport, Connecticut. Rock the 203 every day, baby.
1: <laughs> so that's really far. Now, the thing is that, like, I count you amongst, like, our clique. I mean, we've got Common Friends, right? We've got Luke Rothschild. We've got Anthony Quinn. I mean, these are Jersey, New York. Well, those two are New York, right? But you, why is it that you travel so far uh, to come here for comedy?
2: Um. Well, I just think for you know everyone does comedy a little differently. For me personally, I uh, I want to get in front of new places as much as possible, right? Because it's like Connecticut, where I'm from, not the biggest state. We have a we have a nice scene. I you know I like Connecticut's comedy scene, but it's not very mm-hmm. big. It's like the same twenty people I see at the same four mics every week. Uh, so that's you know that gets to be old pretty quick, and there's only so many shows that are booking out of Connecticut. So At a certain point you know there's only so much you can do you got to get out go somewhere different so if i can go to you know if i can only do four mics a week in connecticut that's not really enough to uh try to get better in my opinion so it's okay i'll go to jersey this week i'll go up to massachusetts this week out to rhode island sometimes over to you know the hudson valley over to new york city it's like all these places are roughly an hour hour and a half away it's not the end of the world so i might as well Get out, try different things, and you meet all sorts of new comics like yourself, Carl, make new connections, uh, get in yeah. new rooms. You know, I've uh, I've, I've got, had a very good experience with going to new places.
1: Now, way back when, it was pre-pandemic, a bunch of comedians, Connecticut comedians, maybe four or five of you, would show up at the Reserve Club once or twice. And and uh, some of those Connecticut comedians were on Late Night with Anthony Quinn. They were on uh, King of the Mountain at Scotty's in in Springfield. They have all withered away. You're the guy who keeps coming out. This is dedication to craft, and I commend you for it.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, to be honest with you, a lot of those guys um, just don't do comedy anymore.
1: Uh, wow. Huh. Pandemic yeah. or who knows?
2: uh some of them the pandemic i mean everyone's different just kind of taught them that this wasn't really what they wanted to be doing with their life and that's okay you know it's their choice some of them moved because of the pandemic i mean a lot of people some of them just disappeared i I, you know haven't heard from them since so you never know
1: yeah so i think it's really great that you come out an hour and a half isn't too much that's certainly true and you get yourself in front of a bunch of strangers see if your jokes work to a different group of people exactly Okay now Chris Warren, how do people find you out there on the internet out there in social media the Instagrams the snapper chats
2: uh, yeah you can find me at Chris Warren comedy on Instagram that's Chris Warren comedy uh, and I post all my shows up there all my dates for the month are up there so you can come find me I'm mm-hmm. doing shows uh, all over New England New York New Jersey so hopefully somewhere near you come out and say hi
1: now we just did a show together, right? Uh, we went down there, the the open mic. Uh, I it, it, they never canceled it, even though the host didn't show up because of a COVID fear or something. We got up in front of a, a bunch of strangers, the three of us, right? Luke, you and I, and it went horrible. I felt right. Nobody was paying
2: attention. This is the stuff that toughens you up. Yes. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, I mean, it sucked, but you know that is. Uh... As much as it'd be fun, right, to do mm-hmm. a real show in a real club every night, that's uh, not where we're at right now. <laughs> so you got to do some open mic comedy every now and again. And uh, open mic comedy can be very brutal. And that was a night perfect yeah. example. This, uh, We were at this little dive bar in New Jersey raritan
1: um, raritan new jersey my
2: raritan God. new jersey and uh there were a bunch of guys watching the college football game <laughs> and they did not like that comedy was interfering with that very much
1: that's right that's right and they just came out to you know their local watering hole and we invaded and, um, but it, it toughens you up. It, it, it was still, you know, and you worked the crowd. I really didn't hear, I heard material towards the end, but you knew, you read the room and you started with your intro and you, and you worked the crowd. I thought that was very, very, uh, clever. I didn't do that.
2: I, I appreciate that, Carl. Yeah. It's just, um, I've done comedy in so many weird places. Like, you know, there's just, you kind of read when a room is not wanting comedy. It it, it doesn't really benefit you to do a setup punchline kind of joke because they are not paying attention. So you want to try to uh, get them involved as much as possible. And granted, they didn't give me very kind answers to my attempted (laughs) crowd work with them. Uh, A lot of fuck off, but you know, what are you going to do?
1: What are you going to do is exactly what you did. Okay. Now out there on Instagram, it's Chris Warren comedy. Now, Chris, everyone at home is poised to watch this movie. They're ready to press play at the exact same second that we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Chris Warren, and give me that celebrity comedian countdown.
2: All right, will do, guys. Everybody ready? Hands on the remotes. Three, two, one, play.
0: All right. Is this simply movie's logo going to be in the entirety of this movie?
1: This is Columbia, and it Columbia. will not be the entirety.
0: Okay, that's good.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. Simply Movies? You know, that guy? Yeah. 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 That's
0: what he yeah. did to us. Well, You're at least he brought describe. us... That is the woman from Hudson Hawk. <laughs> that's exactly right. In the opening that. credits. She now is in this opening credits. Oh, these are the real people. I don't know who he is. I know that guy, Lionel Jeffries. That's
1: right, you do. These, these are, are all... Star v- show.
0: Oh, really? Was, there's a... Uh, the butler from Trading Places. I recognize yeah, him, Elliot. Saw
1: him on our show.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, special appearances, not just starring. Right. Special They're like well known
1: of... English guys, and they show up.
0: Oh, about... now introducing. These credits are going crazy. Oh, and guest star. We have yeah, a, but guest he's star not a guest star. He's throughout the whole
1: thing. I don't get that.
0: They had special appearance of introducing. Right. Yeah, uh, then guest star.
1: Very British.
0: Is this a movie or TV show or variety special?
1: And they shot in black and white because it was cheaper and it was accepted. I mean, we've had color since the 30s, but people would still have a black and white TV. They would go to a black and white movie. It was done to save a lot of money.
0: That's absolutely right. There was, you know, you had color TV, but most people have black and white TVs. Mm hmm that's why you would see these commercials on for television for color television shows in black and white they just figured either way it's going to reach the audience why pay in color there are these the actual people you think yes michael winner he's the director and he came up with this idea
1: the story he got someone to script it for him right he would go on to do death wish and it's like two of its sequels
0: yeah no i remember him from the electric boogaloo the canon pictures story he passed away unfortunately when the film was released uh, by 2014 <laughs> and he wasn't introduced but a lot of people have a lot of negative stories about him and his director style and just the way he was uh-huh. uh, on death wish and just the kind of nihilism that his stuff had and That's I it. I know that he was like a celebrity restaurant critic, and he had a lot of Me Too, he was. like charges. He the
1: paper, right?
0: Yeah, he was a little bit of a celebrity.
1: Yeah, he was on TV a lot, and he would uh, go on talk shows and be snobby. Okay, so this uh, general just showed up, who says is a special guest? He's not, and he's like, "You there? <laughs> That's the has I was promised. Begging your pardon, sir." Snap you! You know it's all carry on.
0: Are you doing your Terry Thomas impersonation?
1: Yeah, he showed up to pick up. Right now he's like, "Oh, dreadfully sorry to interrupt your your car." You know, meeting of the minds.
0: <laughs> he re- he reminds. Yeah, he's great, and he it was. In-
1: yeah, precisely, it's sixteen hundred hours. It is now sixteen hundred and twenty hours.
0: He he reminds me of uh uh well I, I'll, I'll say once the plot line is revealed but there's a John uh, Cleese movie with a scavenger hunt and John right. Cleese plays the guy who introduces the instructions and he does it you know in his normal Terry Thomas esque manner
1: right right now this guy Terry Thomas was he he's throughout the whole thing he was the English character actor you know him well you see the gap in his teeth he was in sure. Mad Mad World.
0: Right, right, which was, was, like, two years ago from this movie, like, 63.
1: Now, he's not a star, this guy we're meeting. He's an American. He's not the star of it, but he is, like, uh, Columbia insisted on having him. They thought he was going to bring it to America.
0: Well, i never heard of this movie, so I guess it didn't succeed.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, and, and the director says some snotty thing about
0: him. <clears throat> right. What a winner. Okay. You no, know, so I can't.
1: Uh, Charles Schneer liked the Hackney script, agreed to make it a, a <laughs> deal he had with Columbia. Columbia insisted that Michael Curran play a lead role. Winner called the actor, a nice fellow who didn't sell the film in America and didn't help it in England either.
0: Ooh, so meow. Meow. <laughs> meow. Good. Uh, Sit up maybe, in your chair. Maybe that was just poor direction. So, we have uh, a Scotsman, an American. Yeah,
1: we're meeting another guy who has to report to this base for some reason. All right. And we're just learning he's, like, silly, overpompous, military, takes himself too seriously, is a little delusional because of it.
0: No, uh, and he's wearing a kilt, so he's going to W some up kilts and shots, I imagine.
1: Well, this is an army. Someone's bound to get killed.
0: Oh, you know, in this world, it's kilt or be kilt.
1: <laughs> it's helter Hilter out there.
0: Man, that's the one great thing about cocktails are the garnishes. Like you can get the pickled cauliflower. With your you finger. Could you... Yeah.
1: All of my bloody berries with yeah. olives deep in the goo. <laughs> I have to use my finger.
0: Hey, well, can you give me a celery so I can get the, carrot, the olives out? Thanks.
1: Hello, I'm Fitzroy Tabasco.
0: Goodness. <laughs> now, these guys are supposed to recognize everybody, right? Like, this is well, one of those. Well, uh,
1: you certainly recognize Denham, and no, you're not. If you were English, yes, you'd know him Right. All. Like, but if we Denham were watching. England, he was in Dick Van Dyke. Um, he was in our movie in um,
0: The Prisoner of Zenda. Something. Right, that's right. Oh, right, he was in Prisoner of Zenda, the, the Scottish guy here.
1: Yeah, and Mary was it Mary Poppins? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. He was the grandfather of Dick Van Dyke.
0: That was an amazing. I w- I'm still waiting for them to make a car like Chitty Chitty.
1: <laughs> Everybody knows you in cars. You got that bang bang.
0: People always derail that movie, but you know what? Stop making kids movies. Maybe we won't have to deal with that. You got to crank out movies for children year after year? Are you going to come up with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? How about we just stop? The kids have plenty of movies. Just reissue them. Save money.
1: Near, far, in a motor car.
0: I'm not sure what that is from.
1: Oh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
0: Oh, right. Okay. All I remember is uh, what? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, we love you. Chitty
1: Chitty 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 Bang Bang, we
0: love you. When I saw it as a kid, car
1: in a motor car.
0: Oh, that's it, the it next line. Like,
1: we love
0: you. As a kid, I'm like, this is the worst movie I ever saw. And then oh, I'm like, really? Whoa. I had an erection. It was like my first bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> What's I, happening?
1: I was fooled by that movie, and it was all colorful, and then it fucking
0: flew. Right, but it was terrible.
1: Oh, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll have to rewatch it. Maybe I'm it's sure
1: time. it won't hold up for me. And I was just a little kid. Right. You, I, I like it because I was like,
0: I love those two lyrics from that song. <laughs> so what are they, they're planning. So this is the plot. They, they hired, they got all these military guys from different countries or what have you. Yeah. Are they like all like army or Navy or.
1: They're all the branches. And then you got the, my fair lady guy up there, the general. Yeah, this is the age of nuclear war. However, I'm sure you would agree that there wouldn't be a scrape on the ground or two. So, like, the idea is, you know, how do we test you, uh, your metal as a soldier? So what they're going to do is pretend that there was a nuclear bomb, the country is devastated. They have to go out with a list of six scavenger hunt type things to put into a, like a time capsule and be buried forever to preserve England.
0: Oh, like a bag of chips.
1: Uh, yes. Cause one of them is like ducks, like, uh, in many English houses, they have these ceramic ducks hanging on the wall.
0: <clears throat> oh, that's Okay. Great. So I would get you know, a Billy Bass space. <laughs> right. So, you know,
1: the hood ornament on the Rolls Royce, Right, yeah yeah, 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 That's one of them.
0: Oh, like the BC Boys. Remember the uh, people in England were, like, stealing the Volkswagen uh, logo from yeah. the cars because they could dress like 1987's BC Boys?
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you. But also one of them is a lock of hair and an autograph from this French porn singer named Sylvia Tarnett. Now, why is that English? I don't know.
0: Well, we saw a lot of, like, we like to watch movies from England during the 60s, especially, like, the swinging, you know, London scene and sex comedy. So maybe that's that angle.
1: The greatest thing for me about this film is all the accents.
0: Which we're not going to listen to for the most part. Right. So he's saying, like, if there's a nuclear bomb, we want to see you guys collect items for a time capsule to see how you would survive and just how resourceful you are
1: yeah now it's a stupid premise because they're going to go out there into the real world not a nuclear war world and they're basically going to go get the stuff it is a scavenger hunt it doesn't make sense
0: and then they win something whoever gets the scavenger so yeah, this is they, like... get a,
1: they get a um a, a trip around the world with a partner and they also get like promises of promotion 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 it, it's never defined
0: This is like it's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah, Terry Thomas from two years ago, but this time it's different comedians, British comedians. Well,
1: it's England, it's so England.
0: So, this is like rat race. This is what I'm talking about. Like, John Cleese gave the instructions of what you need to do to win the game. Uh huh. And you know, the one fun one of the great moments of that movie, he goes, Go, and then like, look at it, he goes, Go. Anyway, (laughs) that was good. That was a good (laughs) start.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: (laughs) I have to see that again.
0: Well, I saw that in the theater in 99, like, you know, best movie year ever. But I recently showed that to my kid thinking like, I kind of like this comedy. Maybe this is like a modern day mad, 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 mad world. And there's a scene where this woman catches her husband having an affair in a jacuzzi and she's overhead in a helicopter. So she lowers the helicopter to break open the, uh, above ground jacuzzi outdoor jacuzzi and like it was like "This, what's so funny with all this destruction i was like oh how great <laughs> you know it didn't hold up no it didn't hold up didn't know in why a, in, a way. Would... in a disappointing way yeah like it didn't see the comedy like uh what was so funny with destruction like you know dumb slapstick the movie was a lot of destruction. Uh, good...
1: I loved <laughs> Slapstick, I just do. Well, you know, it's fake, you know, it's a presentation to and It's called entertainment, you know, it's pretend on TV. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, if you sit there and think, I don't know, there is empathy though, well, I don't know, I just believe that nobody's really getting hurt, like, it's all fake.
0: and not only that, like when there's chaos, like things get destroyed and car chases, it's more action for me uh than like, haha comedy, but it's funny action. So therefore it falls under comedy, right? You know, the rhythm of it, like a fight always has a great choreography in a movie and you have that visual kick of it. And that's the fun of the movies. So if a car smashes into a fruit pass, a fruit stand.
1: When a guy who gets shot falls gracefully. You know, it's a movie.
0: Right. But, you know, when Smokey drives his car through uh, a plate glass window that two people are carrying, it's funny, I guess. (laughs) All right. Children. Okay, enjoy the corn maze. Watch out for the children in the corn. Right.
1: Now, our upperclassman, you know, Elliot Dellum. Yeah. Denholm Elliot. Of course, he's sitting his ass on the bench he's already you know making preparations and arrangements for his people to get him out
0: of there there's a I love how there's a bench in a maze it's the center oh so it's not like a cheat like if I pass by the park bench (laughs) I guess it is the center yeah I read a history of mazes like and how these these corn mazes are made and Mm -hmm. they're mostly made to get tourists you know
1: yeah I know it's a maze
0: Yeah, well, you know what, you you, you do get lost in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's, you can't go backwards. You know, it's not no. a, it's not a in the newspaper.
0: Well, I was like, I want to start from finish and go, from, you know, trace my finger. I'm like, no, sir. I would never do one of these
1: mazes in the winter, if it was lightly snowing just a little bit, because I would be in the shining.
0: That's right. A little spooky. I yep, love this last one. Really spooky. Now, you're talking about slapstick where nobody gets hurt. He just pole vaulted. He
1: pole vaulted. He said,
0: For Scotland! He pole vaulted. What is that?
1: And he smashed through a greenhouse. And then he started reprimanding the guy who was like, What the fuck? He's like, Stop up straight, soldier! You know, it's it's so English. Oh my goodness. So, our Elliot Dellum. Our aristocrat has right. now given orders to, like a soldier, deliver this for me, chop, chop, straight away by private messenger, right? So, United States government guy just did it. We've been in these movies of England before. Like, it's about class, right?
0: So, that's the comedy, is these different people of different classes trying to escape a corn maze.
1: Yes. That comedy and the different branches—they contrast each other, you know. The American sticks out like a sore thumb. When you're listening to him, you think you're you're watching. Like uh, I Dream a Genie's—I um, don't know—he's just so American of the day. This is '65, so it's like setting up for. I don't know. I guess this guy didn't hit in the end, right? So the note reached the person. They brought a fucking chopper.
0: I love it. Now everyone wants that chopper,
1: right? And everyone's gonna get it.
0: And they don't. Well, you know what? That's but it. for one person. Wow! Look at this. So is this funny? This image they have a real people dangling. You, you know, that has a crazy music probably or. I don't know. I do find it funny. It's a spectacle. I like seeing movies and if there's going to be explosions and car crashes, sometimes, you know, it's supposed to be funny. It's a funny premise. This is a funny premise. It's just not like a chortle. I don't know.
1: It's It's like you're going into a pretend place for entertainment value. So it's like, you know, it's a fake movie. Even if it was a nuclear explosion, you know, it's a fake movie. So you can, okay, watch how they get hit by the trees, and the director kind of cheated us or the cinematographer.
0: Oh, they're on a human fox hunt? Ooh, this is like the hunt. Right. Yeah.
1: Now, they're giving everyone a mile. You can't be within one mile of this base starting, you know, with uh, in one hour. So now these guys are just scrambling to get off base. So they both got bonked <laughs> off the chopper. They all got bonked off the chopper into the woods.
0: Now, this scavenger hunt, do they have to pick the items in a particular order? Or can they just? Mm-hmm.
1: Except for one. There's one they're going to be asked to get that they don't know about yet. They're all supposed to go to this hoity-toity organization thing uh, and ask for a message.
0: Now, um, I have more, I have more questions regarding their scavenger hunt. Okay. Do you have to know the bride to be part of this uh, scavenger hunt at yeah. the, the bachelorette party?
1: No, you don't have to know the bride.
0: So this is not, not a bachelorette something party.
1: Something borrowed.
0: Now, okay, do you love- really have to be like, are you from the city, man? Like, do you have to be a native? You had to be born in San Francisco, and the clues are like, this place has a picture of something on the second floor. And you're like, oh, that's Ireland's 32, obviously. <laughs> Anyone from the city would know that. Like, is it an obscure city hunting? No, it's all British stuff. Gotcha. Have you done a hunt? Sca- when was the last time you did a scavenger hunt?
1: Uh like when I was, you know, like a teen early twenties. I don't know.
0: Did you do one for your children? Like, hey kid, we have a family activity.
1: Uh probably. I don't yeah. have a memory of a scavenger hunt. I always thought it was kinda like busy work.
0: But you know I think it's fun when you when you try to find things in the city like uh, or your, your neighborhood, like just little details and you'd be like, uh-huh. Oh, of course. Or like, you know, it's, it's kind of clever. Uh, uh, our man, my, our man Godfrey, my man Godfrey was, mm-hmm. uh, like a 1940s, uh, okay, wait, have to interrupt, Right okay.
1: right now a real fox hunt is fucking up the army. Okay. <laughs> okay go ahead. Back.
0: <laughs> oh, well, so they, they have a scavenger hunt and one of the items they, they have to find the upper class is a homeless man. Uh-huh. And they find this guy and he stays on as their butler and winds up that, you know, his life was ruined, but he had a, a history of his own. And, uh, but it was just funny that like, you know, these, it was so like the hoity-toity during the depression were like, uh-huh. yeah, scavenger hunt was to find a, a bum as in the parlance.
1: Right. That's so robber baron.
0: Yeah. Oh. the old British gag. He gonna like stop drinking or something.
1: This is I great, know, Carl. I know exactly why you thought that.
0: Yeah, like usually James Bond drives by and the guy's are drinking and fishing, and then when he he drives by his car in the water, he like throws the bottle in the water. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. This guy's in a wetsuit. Have you ever walked in a wetsuit? It's fucking painful. Ooh, nice yeah. uh, jagged swipe.
1: Okay, now this is the guy who didn't get picked up by the chopper, and his joke the whole time will be—
0: He's digging uh, a hole?
1: Right, and he'll get caught. So you have to be one mile away from the <laughs> base, okay? So our American has done that. Now he's in the process of stealing clothes to get dry.
0: I always like it when they hang up their sheets. It's like a dressing room. Yeah.
1: Now he's got oh. a little P- BB pellet, you know. Yeah, blow, British low gun—is that what it's called?
0: It's BBB British BB guns.
1: Oh, I yeah, I remember BBB one. <laughs> BB.
0: Yeah, right. That's really funny. Well, you would say you would announce it. You would say, "This is BBB one."
1: <laughs> Our broadcast day. This is. <laughs>
0: Service be base. Well, that's more like a radio guy.
1: <laughs> oh, the old room. He was are... calling his girlfriend, okay? Uh-huh. Who is really nice. Uh, and she's helpful and great. Now, he's not supposed to have any help, but none of them follow the rules. So no, well, this is very of... arbitrary. Well, she's going to be a player in the whole
0: thing. Whoa! Look at this! Whoa! Look at her go! Who can turn the
1: world on? Wow! <laughs> <smile? laughs>
0: oh no! Is she driving? This is 1965. Okay. What the cars so, try to pass her.
1: Right. Her comedic joke throughout the whole movie is she just fucking obliviously has crashes and threatens lives and. You know, she's a nuisance. She parks the wrong places.
0: Jesus, talk about nostalgia. I can't even think of a good woman's driver joke. It's been Look years since... Look at that. Since, <laughs> uh...
1: Jesus Christ! No, I'm being American there.
0: Right. Jiminy Cricket. Okay, listen.
1: One of the things on the list is an English rose. Now, it's called the, like, the royalty snooty name. So they think it's a person. So he's there to look up the the skirt of, no, to look up the name of this Royal person.
0: He's at the library.
1: Yeah. He's at the library. Now this is the mom. He stole the pants from. He doesn't know it
0: really. Yeah. This is a small town.
1: But the fucking kid knows it. Hello, I'm an innocent dummy American.
0: Yes, <laughs> well,
1: I'm pompous. Hey, I'm looking for a book.
0: I think he fits this picture fine. I don't know why the director needs to shit on this guy. He's not—he's not trying to hitch a star off this movie. Maybe it's right. the movie's fault it didn't launch his fucking career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because people continue to act. You know, he doesn't have to. You know, he doesn't have to – got a bunch of, like, this, this is an all-star cast, and they put it unknown in there. Big deal. Yeah, They were just really pissed big. that it was American, you know, that they were trying to go for an American audience, hand to an American audience.
1: You know, this is really quite funny, his condescension, if you ever get to see this movie without us. Sure. So now the mom, you know, she goes, take off those pants. Goes, what? And he goes, I have that effect on women. I just can't explain it. American. Those are my husband's clothes.
0: This is what a coincidence. Ooh, see, I can't do that. I can't jump into a car like that.
1: Well, you're not, I mean, we're not 20. Maybe he's 31. He can do it. Okay, now we're getting like, what is that? Oh no, no, anyone? I'm not saying I'm not you saying that I'm say old.
0: It. I just don't want to be in a car with a woman driving.
1: <laughs> Goodness, Michael, I'm shocked.
0: Look, Look at her. She can't drive.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, it's fake in a movie. It's a comedic point, and it's an of an age in which they weren't sensitive to stereotypes. So shame on them, and let's enjoy.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> Get a Rolls-Royce. Oh, so they're going to steal the hood of the Rolls-Royce at the dealership?
1: Well, yeah. You see, the, the guy who's trying to buy here, he's, uh, where is the? Ah, oh, there he is. His name is Lee Montague. You might have seen him in Space 1999. Nope. Uh, he was that in that miniseries called Holocaust in 78.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. It was like those roots and then it was Holocaust.
1: Yeah, he's Staff Sergeant Mansfield. And so his comedic thing throughout is he's going to get everything he needs. He's going to buy it, but he's going to use Army requisition forms. You know, that's like a you can invoice the Army.
2: So oh, so. He's
1: buying the hood ornament.
0: He should just buy everything else, right? Call it a day. Cool. That's the what Amazon. he will
1: do. That will be his community. He goes. I don't think that's quite right, Guild, sir. That's better than money, I tell ya.
0: He just cheats. He just buys his way.
1: Well, I don't know. He is the uh, staff
0: sergeant, okay? Right. So it
1: is in his power to like no administration, which means like expense reports and shit.
0: There's... And there's a sense of urgency? Do they have to complete this? Well, oh, yeah, two
1: days, 48 hours.
0: Huh. Oh, I like this arboreum.
1: Well, this is where they're going to find that snooty named. We'll get some, like, I'm shocked nun jokes, you know.
0: Yeah, here. well, I'll, I'm going to pass. I want none of that.
1: <laughs> We've said that joke too much. What? None more. None, none more. Post the raven.
0: We none said that. More. J- so we said uh, that joke. I think we said it none of them Lady above. McDonough Lady
1: McDonna. Lady Frances McDonough. That's what it was. I think.
0: I. I think. I would hope it's a federal crime to steal plants from an arboreum. the arboreum mm-hmm. should be like part of a federal. Protected. Yeah.
1: There ought to be a law. Don't you think there is, Mike? Of course. You can't do what he just did.
0: No, (laughs) it wasn't. Look, someone took it from before us. Yep.
1: Hello, we're going to pretend it lie and stuff.
0: (laughs) We're Americans. Can you explain what these things are? Purple flowers.
1: She's so English, but he's
0: American.
1: Yeah, Yeah, she's so English. It's so
0: hot in here, I'll have to take off all of my clothes. The nuts go. Oh, oh, oh. oh arboreums do get, it does get hot in arboreums. You know, a lot of yeah. it's natural lighting. It was built, you know, in the 1800s or something before electricity, even. For more information about the arboreum, visit the arboreum. <laughs> Welcome Library. to
1: Colonial
0: Williamsburg. <laughs> Hello.
1: This, this oh. is our arboretum.
0: I didn't see you come in. I'm churning butter, which was common at the time.
1: (laughs) I mean, it is common in my time is what I meant to say. I need this job.
0: You know, in Colonial Williamsburg, I am the butter churner. But I'm on my break. I'm Mike, and I'm on my phone.
1: (laughs) Okay, so he's doing the – she wants the rose. So she's doing this ruse. This is all in the service of her American boyfriend, by the way. I gotta bring that up for the end of the film, okay?
0: Okay, so she's doing it for her love of her life. So they're gonna they're gonna win the prize and go off together. I got gotcha. you.
1: So he, she has like run up to him, going, "Oh, Leo, it's wonderful to see you, Leo!" And kiss, 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 kiss. And he goes, "Madam, please contain yourself." And she goes, "Oh, <laughs> it's me! It's my eyes! You're not him at all, are you?" It's like, what can I ever do to make it up to you? <laughs> Let me give you a ride into London. That's quite right of you.
0: Here we What's go. What's your story, Lori? What's your story, morning, Lori? Uh, Lori?
1: You see how it rolls through with that swipe? they might-
0: they must have, the swipe. these swipes are so obnoxious. Not since oh, okay. Star Wars have been so self conscious. There's like jagged swipes and there's like, uh, uh, we hate Caddyshack. Terrible movie. <laughs> Why is he busted? He just escaped. Okay. He, the, what
1: did he escape from? He was within one mile That's of. That's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, but the MP doesn't know that. That's so they
1: Yes, the MP does know that. So they, they put him back into the maze.
0: Oh, you know, this guy will never leave.
1: Right, and that's going to be his whole joke.
0: So here's Denim. So he's rich, right? So he's got right, so a brother. He's,
1: right, he's gone yeah. back to his hotel. or He's either getting a hotel or this is a place he resides at often. Darling, how are you?
0: Look <laughs> at that little dog. Little dog. <laughs> she hugs him while I'm holding the little dog around him. So cute. How much do you think that little dog would? Be? That's a pretty, pretty high-end dog, right?
1: <laughs> a pure breed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, probably like I don't know today, maybe four thousand dollars. Damn. If you with all his shots and his papers and everything. <laughs> <laughs> do you like my hat? I do. I say I do. Okay, basically now, what what? What Elliot Denham is doing is he's having everyone around him go fetch him things, right?
0: Oh, so he, he – great, yeah, of course. So yeah, he's like, he can.
1: go bring me the hood ornament of the Rolls Royce, of your father's Rolls Royce. And she's like, uh, but I'm starving. Can't we eat first? This will only take you but 30 minutes. To, but <laughs> an hour past. <laughs> I love it. I have some things for you to arrange.
0: You can count on me, sir.
1: Go get these ducks.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. So it's the flowers, the Lady Macbeth. It is yeah. the uh, the duck. Right. I mean, that's what, uh, like a decoy duck.
1: Right. It's the uh, Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. And it's, then check this mm-hmm. one out. It's an electric hare, a rabbit from a greyhound race.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. It is the lock of hair and the autograph of a French pop singer, and then it's another item they don't know yet.
0: Well, you know the director wasn't allowed at the racetrack because uh, they were nervous. He was—he was a born winner.
1: <laughs> That's right. You—you you cannot. Your your money's no good here, sir. Yeah, I think I said that backwards.
0: Can I help you? Yes, I'm Mr. Winner. Well, aren't you cocky?
1: Well, the house will not honor your. Request, sir. <laughs> now, please allow the next patron, please step aside for paying customers.
0: You know, I prefer director director Michael Loser more to my heart.
1: <laughs> you know, I I don't use high-definition film. Like, all my friends insist on it. I think it's, you know, they're, they're so, like, fucking stoned and fucked up. You know, everything's out of focus. I work uh-huh. with definition film now.
0: Love it. Took me a second.
1: I will not work with high definition film. Don't even get me started on tweaking definition film.
0: Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, the, the worst is way too high definition films because <laughs> you, they're not focused and uh, you, they lose the plot and like they switch stories. It's just you know.
1: Make I got you.
0: Oh, oh, okay, Scotsman's washing.
1: She has lured him into, like, her relative's apartment in the city. She's got him to take a shower, and now she's nicking. She's nicking. She's stealing the rose. Now we'll get some... Oh, we didn't get, like, a bad driving joke. She's driven away with it. These are the the relatives who are arriving home. I was going to
0: say, like, they just left this... Literally, this guy is hanging. They left this guy hanging. See, he's hanging right now, his balls.
1: (laughs) Now, look, you see those ducks? Yeah. I don't know. Somehow those aren't the ducks that the rest of the people go for. But they're English ducks. They're traditional. They're ceramic. Those look like bathroom tiles to me. I'll show you what I mean later.
0: I love it. They go in, there's the Scotsman showering in their house. So if it's common, then that's the easiest item in the scavenger
1: What he's saying right now is, I won't mean me squalters rights."
0: <laughs>
1: no, he's not. He's embarrassed, and he's mad at uh, the girlfriend. Right. Annabella. Annabelle Nash. Annabelle Nash.
0: Annabelle Nash? Anna Nash? <laughs> I, A-Nash? No. Anash.
1: no. She, look, she was only in that Bond spoof that Casino Royale and Yeah, let's not talk
0: about let's not talk about that movie.
1: Yeah, why? I got other ones in that movie.
0: All right. No, go ahead. I, I wanna hear the other ones.
1: Why? We're not talking about it.
0: It's a really hard movie to sit through.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I never finished it myself. I don't know. I have no memory of it anymore because
0: I finished it. I said, listen, I I've been watching this half ass for twenty five years. I'm just gonna watch it all the way through and I went, what a waste of my life. Uh... <laughs> like I did it right. Uh, it has a good theme song, at least. It was multiple directors directing Casino Royale as a parody yeah. of James Bond, with different people. Of course, Woody Allen playing Jimmy Bond, the, his cousin.
1: I do I see. I remember. I tell you, I've seen that film, uh, but I must have quit on it because I don't have.
0: Yeah, no. I sucked. know he was in it. Well, it was also Orson Welles and John Huston. It was like every like pop sixties kind of jokey. It was the uh, you must be joking of its time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, which was two I, years later.
1: I must have just dismissed it, uh, even though I might have seen it. I don't know. That's how bad it sucked. I guess
0: it's really hard. And when they actually did the Daniel Craig version, I was like, "Took me," I said, "I'm not going to watch it." And then when I saw it. I, <laughs> 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 I was relieved, you know.
1: Okay, so he's got this ploy that he's with the uh, uh what was that Kennedy organization where he, the kids would go uh, help Peace Corps. The Peace he, Corps. He's got this scam going where he's in the Peace Corps and he's collecting stuff and you know, even these ducks cuz they sell them for money anyway he luckily opened up the door on a sexy one right like why well, don't you come inside mm-hmm you know like she is very I sexy the cleavage out yeah so she's got a lower class accent like that but she's got the ducks on her wall that's what he's here for you see him
0: yeah I see it nice view
1: Yeah. First time I ever saw him, I was quacking up.
0: So he saw the married, uh, that he's married.
1: Yes. Just now.
0: (laughs) Amazing. I love that dress. Lingerie dress. It's corset.
1: Your work must be very interesting, eh? aye?
0: <laughs> Peace Corps. <Oof>. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, no, Whenever, I darling,
1: there. I innocently popped over to take you to lunch.
0: <laughs> oh, is it like, oh, not again, dear?
1: Yeah. And, yeah oh, really? Uh, You've seen this movie and this scene.
0: I did, but you know what, this movie didn't offer closed <laughs> captioning. So I was at, I lost at sea half the time.
1: I'm talking to the bird Gaffner.
0: All right. Yeah. You, you added me. Play. I saw this movie. Really? I love it. Like no expense spared. We'll go to your friends in flat and shoot the scene. And
1: we'll just smash all
0: these. <laughs> yeah, smash all you. Oh. This is where you leave. He's
1: like a bland Dick Clark.
0: Yeah, he doesn't. Have, I guess how else is he supposed to respond?
1: Oh come on!
0: <laughs> you know what? Do you think he's Luke or Owen or Andrew uh, Wilson?
1: Um, he's the one in Church Ball.
0: Andrew. So he's an Andrew Wilson.
1: He's got no spark. He's got I, no.
0: I would say he's Luke. Maybe Luke is uh, just phoning it in. There it the is. That's all he one. wanted.
1: The weakest one. Look, he's got one of them. Now, look, somehow he's got a net. Probably just right. he read it in the script.
0: Where did he get the net from? Maybe when he was coming out of the lake. Right. I don't remember him walking in with a net.
1: Right. The um, I guess it was in his sack, but the uh, the fisherman would be the place to get him to have that net. But they didn't do that in the script.
0: I keep it now with me. Oh, look at that.